In this bulletin, the Prime Minister says the government is not considering pausing the federal excise on alcohol. Pro-Palestinian protest groups welcome news an anti-Semitic chant was not used at a Sydney Opera House protest. And in cricket, Australia takes an easy win from the West Indies. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hain. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has ruled out a freeze on alcohol tax, but says the federal government will consider all budget submissions to relieve cost of living pressures. The Prime Minister has defended the government's actions on cost of living, including what the opposition has described as a broken election promise following changes to the Stage 3 tax cuts. Mr Albanese has justified the changes, under which he said every single taxpayer, and not just some, would get a tax cut, and 84% of Australians would get a higher tax cut. But he's told 3AW pausing the federal excise on alcohol, which goes up twice a year according to inflation, is not a measure the government has considered yet. Last time I I had uh, uh, schooners, I, I bought a few, and it added up to almost uh, almost $30. Uh, for just uh, three beers, uh, so it uh, it it is uh, expensive. Obviously, in the lead up to budgets, you have submissions, and I'm sure that there'll be submissions along a whole range of ways. Pro-Palestinian groups have welcomed New South Wales Police's findings an anti-Semitic phrase was not used at a pro-Palestinian rally on the steps of the Sydney Opera House. This comes after police said an independent expert had concluded with overwhelming certainty footage of protesters allegedly chanting gas the Jews was wrongly captioned, but accepted there was evidence other offensive and anti-Semitic phrases were used. The Executive Council for Australian Jury has stood by the captioned footage of protesters at the rally on October the 9th shared by the Australian Jewish Association, which sparked global outrage and changes to domestic hate crime laws. Amal Nasser, an organiser for the Palestine Action Group, says the widespread sharing of the footage led to unfair portrayals and attempts to curb pro-Palestinian protests. In the weeks that followed, there were various attempts from various levels of government and from the police to curb our civil liberties uh, and to frame Arabs, Palestinians and their supporters as violent people. Uh, There was a rise of Islamophobia and of anti-Arab sentiment and of harassment to organisers of these rallies. Australians who were harmed or lost a close family member in Hamas's attack on Israel could receive payments of up to $75,000. The federal government has declared the October 7 attack in which Hamas killed 1,200 people and took about 250 hostage a terror event. That paves the way for Australians to receive payments previously offered after events including the September 11 attacks in the United States. Labor has been accused by pro-Israel groups of dragging its feet in facilitating government funding. A ship carrying thousands of sheep and cattle that spent almost a month at sea has returned to a West Australian port while it waits to hear if the animals can be re-exported. About 16,500 livestock have been packed aboard the MV Bahijar since the 5th of January when it sailed for the Middle East. It was forced to abandon the voyage due to Houthi rebel attacks in the Red Sea and has since remained in Australian waters with livestock aboard. The ship is waiting in Fremantle while the government considers an application to have them re-exported on another 33-day journey. The Secretary of the Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry, Adam Fennessy, says the animal bedding has been replaced and the vessel is taking on extra food and fuel. 
There should be no doubt that Australia's biosecurity and the health and welfare of the livestock on board are our highest priorities. The exporter's registered veterinarian remains on board and continues to report daily on the health and welfare of the livestock. My department continues to assess the application to re-export the livestock provided by the exporter. And in cricket, Australia has cantered to an eight-wicket win over the West Indies at the MCG in their first one-day international since stunning India in last year's World Cup final. Despite missing six of the 11 who claimed that victory, Australia made light work of a weakened Windies to secure victory with 69 bowls to spare on Friday. The visitors managed just 231 on a good batting wicket, with Captain Shea Hope later admitting they needed at least 300 for a competitive score. Debutant quick Xavier Barlett claimed the second best figures by an Australian man on ODI debut. I'm Kira Hain, this is SBS News.